listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or uh, email the show, uh, you oldies. With, um, <laughs> you can do that via the Absolute Radio website. Oh, I loved you oldies. I've noticed that thing of people saying now... Um, I talked to someone the other night and they said, oh, I saw, I saw that play, did I wrote to him about it, said I thought it was great. Do they mean I sent an email? They don't mean I wrote to him out in a letter, do they? I'd oh, like to no. think they did. Nobody does People that. don't write letters. Don't they? When was the last letter you got? I got one this morning. Yeah, but who from? Well, I got one. Mm. This is just to prove it's not an email. He has in his hand a letter. Yes. Um, it's uh, actually... The Chancellor, it German is, Chancellor. This is from the German <laughs> Chancellor, Herr Hitler. <laughs> Weird. And, Sorry, um, awful response. <laughs> apparently it's all going to be all right. It's going to be uh, peace in our time. Yeah. No, um, it's from um, Guinness... Remember last week I kept on about the Guinness Book of Records? Do you um, remember that? Yeah. Yes. And, and, and I said I don't think it was called that anymore, and sure enough... Um, so it it was sold. Um, I had a letter from uh, Craig, the editor in chief, oh. and uh, he was saying it got sold, and they had to distinguish it from Guinness the Brewer oh, yeah. and Guinness the Record Keeper. Ah. So there's no connection between these characters. Not anymore. Not anymore. Two different Guinness. Yeah. Yes. So if you buy that book now, you'd buy the Guinness World Records book. That's what you'd buy. Oh. But anyway, he. Um, I tell you what they they sent me. I remember I said they said last week that as we'd had the first whatever it was the song only song to be number one four times. Oh yes, yeah. That we they'd send me the official um, Guinness World Record certificate, and mm. I said, well, do you think you could send me the one for the biggest drop from number one, which we also <laughs> hold, which is ni- ninety six places in one week. Yeah. And they, they, you know what? They come out on top and sent both. And well in fact, we put a picture on um, the social media oh, have you? Yeah. of me holding same. <laughs> but there's a, a fabulous um, thing because um, Craig, who obviously is, is Mr. Records, he's the editor in chief. Yeah, is he? he says um, I'd love his working day. He yeah. was on about the oh, fact that it was fabulous. my it was my birthday on the 28th of January, as you may recall. And he said, "Oh, interesting day, um, 28th <laughs> of January," and then and then. Points out, it uh, it was the day of the longest eyeball pop, oh. where Keith Smith popped his eyes out of their sockets for fifty three point oh one seconds in two thousand and nine. I'm glad uh, Keith Smith wasn't a friend of mine. Oh, I'm not. Um, I'm slightly sad he's not a friend of mine. Also, um, the largest agadu dance <gasps> was on the twenty eighth of January two thousand and fourteen. Three hundred ninety three people at Old Trafford. Oh. Should have asked you to guess that. It's bad broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. There will be other opportunities for guessing games. What in the about next this? Three hours. This one. I'm not okay. This one I like. <laughs> the, <laughs> the fastest sheep to suit. Uh, members of <laughs> FH Munch and Gladbach turned a sheep into a three piece suit. Oh my God. In Excellent. 1999. How long? From sheep, from, anim- from living animal to garment. How long? One hour 52. A week. Um, one hour, two minutes, 36 wow. seconds. That is good. I mean... Oh, come on. I mean, um, I, I... Is it good or is it 
<laughs> Awful. I don't know. I like it. Um, <laughs> Presumably they've got a when John, suit When John Watson well. says, I need a new coat, he needs a new coat. Yeah. No, no, but that's it. A sheep turned into a suit as well. A suit. Yeah. A suit. Not a coat. What did the suit look like? Mm. Sheep-like, I imagine. Well, well, a just, bit of, I mean, little bit of entrail <laughs> on the yeah. inside pocket. <clears throat> and also, it's the waistband uh, that I worry about. Uh, what, the commabond? Well, just the sheepy waistband. Um, a bit weird. <laughs> sheepy waistband. Uh, yeah. I think I used to go out with her. <laughs> um, I had uh, also a card from Elspeth in Twickenham who sent me a DVD for my... Um... Yeah, but we don't want to know about this on the radio. Yeah, yeah. No, it's called... It's blackmail. Uh, do you know it? <laughs> I, I must have said I'd never heard of it. 1998. <laughs> it's called, yeah. It's uh, me and some people from... Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the band even. Anyway, um... The, in, the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Does that ring any bells, film-wise, to you? No. You know Mark come out, don't you, Em? I do. Text him. The okay. incredible Burt Wonderstone. Okay. I, like, I, I don't know, but I look forward to uh, discovering. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's used it twice now, isn't it? I, mean, I don't know if I've ever used it yet before in my life. So it's nice that you guys were there at the, uh, the beginning. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Do you have anything to tell me, people? Well, I've just been in touch uh, with uh, Mark Kermode. Oh, yeah. I was corrected when I interviewed him recently. Oh, were you? Yeah, I well, called he's... him Mark Kermode. No, he's oh, going to no. fight. He's going to fight that. <laughs> yeah, obviously. We don't want him... Uh... He said it's like Kermit. You have to think of Kermit. Mark Kermode. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I said, okay, fair enough, and then I did it again at the end. Uh-oh. Oh, no, we don't, <laughs> so wanna, we don't want to lift the lid on, on that one. No. <laughs> so, um, well, someone's remembered a quip you made. Yes. Oh, yeah. Not him. I'm just starting the Mark Kermode episode. Uh, this is of my podcast, and he said, and I've already... Yes, Emily does a podcast when she takes a dog and a celebrity for a walk, and you should listen to it. What's it? It's called Walking the Dog. Yes, Walking the Dog. Check thank it out. You, it's a Times newspaper. Oh, thank you. Um, just starting the Mark Kermode episode, and I've already got the arthritic claw terrified that he's going to hold Emily accountable for Frank's quip. I've marked a few commodes <laughs> in my time. Yeah, well, when I... did you say that? I'm so embarrassed. I think that's, that's I fine. I wish I'd known before I interviewed him, though. No wonder he picked me up on the commode. It's absolutely fine, I'm sure. I bet he loved it. I bet he chuckled. Yeah. I think I also said that if I was him, I'd have a small surfer (laughs) hair grip, which I wore on my quiv, so it looked like they were coming over a big breaker. He did. We've also heard from the outside world, um, somebody's emailed uh, asking if you are... They've they've been reminiscing Mm. about uh, Frank's pavement. Before you ask, I'm not the messiah. No, no, you it's not. You need Russell that. Brand. <laughs> it's not that. It's uh, they've been reminiscing about your pavement racing days and couldn't oh, help yes. but wonder if there was those? still something that you took seriously as a sport, Do or you? was now an event that you were trying to raise buzz to be more than aware of. I think, in case um, for new for new readers, I used to do a lot of pavement racing. So I'd see someone ahead of me and think I've got to catch them up and overtake them. Other yes. fellow pedestrians. And um, I did it every time I walked anywhere, I did it. And I was never sure whether they knew it was a race or not. But sometimes they would start turning it on a Mm -hmm. bit as I overtook. 
Yeah, not like, they do, like they do in F1. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Um, um, so some of them I really think they knew what was going on, but, but some I just burned off, basically. But you I have to be. say, in later life, it's I've lost a... my confidence. Have you, Frank? Yeah, I've, I haven't... Um, I haven't done. You're not any, taken anyone on recently. I haven't done any pedestrian racing no. for a long time. Maybe you should get back into it. The uh, inquiry came from Mark in Hampshire, who adds a PS, which is about myself. Uh, I hope Alan has enjoyed his Friday night troll thus far. That's where I look through the emails that we receive on a Friday night, yeah. and I look forward to his update on the latest motoring issues caused <laughs> by the unprecedented <laughs> weather this week. And I trust it will be as comprehensive as an, an update as one should expect from a motoring correspondent of his experience. Mm, lovely. Well, I'm glad you've teed me up nicely here to, to one of my bugbears, Mark. Go on. I think in snowy weather, people should take the extra minute to scrape the snow off the roof of their car. Oh, and they never, ever yeah. do. I'm sure some of our readership will uh, concur that it's in the highway code. You're supposed to scrape the roof as it well really as you It really be very dangerous. I never do that. Because well, as soon as I you break, that. it's yeah. all over your windscreen. It can cause accidents. Well, yeah. Think, man. Whenever I break, it's always my, my briefcase falling down. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 650 has texted in. You know you were discussing the uh, wool suit world record. Yes, from uh, sheep to suit in um, just over an hour. And I had concerns over the uh, sheepskin waistband. Yes. Well, uh, 650 texts, obviously a bunch of townies running a radio <laughs> station. <laughs> Suits are made from wool, which comes from sheep, exclamation mark. They only need to be shorn, not put to death, two exclamation marks. Goodness Colin me. from Suffolk. Well, so Colin. Sorry, okay. Colin. Colin, we love you. It's OK. Um, secondly, Colin, what I would say to you is I'm assuming there's some sort of complex process before it gets to that stage... Yeah, okay, but, if you just... I mean, uh, I'm also, if it wasn't for townies, there wouldn't be any broadcasting, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Apart from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, this is how you get your news in Suffolk. <laughs> oh, yes! Oh, yes! Uh, but no, thanks for that. Is I'm glad you've pointed that out, because I, I, don't, want, I don't want any sheep to die for my lapels. <laughs> they don't have to die, they can just be shorn. He's no, right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. They've got to be cut and fashioned in some way. You can't just drape the sheepskin over like a suit. Oh, like no, they'll yeah. do all that, yeah. but the sheep then is. <laughs> do he's, all that. The sheep's are back in the field by then. Yeah. I mean, you can't say to Carl Lagerfeld, do all that. No. No, I don't, I don't know if I'd even talk to Carl Lagerfeld. No, well, I, think he, I don't know I, if you'd have the choice. I think he'd be oh, difficult. Really? He's very do you, strict. Do you imagine it'd be difficult. I do, I, I'd be, um, well, mate, what gives you that idea? Look, I haven't got the details on this world record. If Carl Lagerfeld's involved in this, I'd eat, I'll, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the call? Uh, Mr Lagerfeld, who is this? Um, yes, but um, we want you to take part in the fastest sheep to suit record. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Where's Carl Lagerfeld? Sheep to Zoot? It's German, that's right. What is this? I can do a Open this throat. 
Um, that's how it would have. That's how it would have gone with uh, with Lagerfeld, as I like to call him. Yeah. But when the money, What about when he said to a friend of mine in fashion, someone said, "Oh, we can't do that, Carl. It's um, it's too expensive. It's impossible." And he said, "How much is impossible?" Oh. oh, okay. That's how Carl operates. Oh. So he might have said that about the sheepskin suit, Frank. You never know. I'll tell you something. Oh, does he have someone to do that very tiny ponytail? Is he, <laughs> is he doing that every morning himself as part of his stretching? Because oh, a little one like that, you, your shoulders as <laughs> you get older, that little tiny... He'd be really opening his chest up. Like yeah, he gets a credit like Mr Lagerfeld's ponytail tire. Oh, that'd That's be good. your job. Yeah, but I reckon, I reckon Carl, because he's German and a bit no-nonsense, probably does his own. But as, mm. I bet he's very flexible around the shoulders and that for years of doing that. Yeah. Little tip there from uh, <laughs> um, the KL. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We were talking about Carl Lagerfeld just quickly. I'd like oh, yeah. to round up our Lagerfeld chat with uh, one of my favourite KL quotes, Frank okay. and Alan. Sweatpants are a sign of defeat. You lost control of your life, so you bought some sweatpants. Carl yeah. Lagerfeld. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm okay. worried that's alienated about 98% of our listeners. Well, including me. Because yeah. I love a sweatpants. Yeah. And I'm wearing a slipper today, OK? Well, I'm wearing, I'm wearing too much, I've decided, because I've been really hot since I've been in this studio. Right. And I tell you my dilemma mm. is, and, and I, love a, I love a visual gag, me, but underneath this tracksuit top, what I'm wearing... Oh, yeah. When I put my clothes on this morning, I put on a, 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 a long-sleeved uh, sweatshirt thing, and then I put a T-shirt over the top. And I don't oh. know. But you know that you know that look. It's I sort know of that American. Look. It's sort of. Um, it's very teenage dirtbag. I it quite is, like it. It is very mm. teenage. Mm. teenage mm. It's yeah. very um, You're Wayne's World. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I looked in Park the mirror, and this happens one. sometimes, if it's if it's dark sleeves on the long <laughs> and a lighter one, you do look like one of the uh, chimpanzee clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so if I take it off, so I'll, t- I'll take it off now. Can you two oh, talk? I'll have to step yeah, away okay. from the microphone. Frank is unzipping a uh, tracksuit top I'm very excited now. about this. Um, Emily is. seems to be getting ready to uh, take the photographs. Oh, here we go. No, it's a oh, dark do- enough T-shirt for you to... <laughs> do, you, do you see what I mean? I think you've got away with it. Can you take a picture? I was going to read another Lagerfeld <laughs> quote at that point, Al, which was, oh, okay. if you are cheap, nothing helps. Oh dear! Rules to live by. I, I sometimes think he might be a difficult man. You think so? <laughs> anyway, you see what I mean by the, the chimpin yeah. t-shirt. It, but, but you, you know what? Look... It, you're kind of. It's okay. I think you've um, you managed to make it work. Yeah. Thanks very much. <laughs> um, I've just um, I'm just sitting on one of those red noses they used to have on the front of car grills to do the to do the bomb. <laughs> um, and it's a sort of terracotta t-shirt. Yeah, thanks for having me. Terracotta. I'm going. Terracotton. Yeah. All right. Um, How was your birthday, Frank? Well, I was. My partner likes to take me out for a treat on my, but a suitable uh, treat. So steady if, on. If you remember, we, she took me to the Cosmonauts exhibition at the um, Science Museum. I remember you saying Rick. you thought it was out of this world. Oh, <laughs> it was brilliant. Uh, and. Yeah, so it's it's sort of it's always it's always based on one of my passions. So this time it was um, 
the Anglo-Saxon Kingdoms exhibition at the British Library. Excellent. Which I've got to tell you, um, people, you should go to. It's brilliant. Um, but now here's the thing. Uh, Room 101 is dead in the water, as you know, but as w- were I a guest on it? Um, I, we, so, she, I? so we looked at the exhibition and, and Kat said, right, let's go and she asked, oh, we'll have lunch in the cafe. We were in the cafe there. I would say there was 40 tables. I'm, I didn't count them, but probably 40. It's a quite a big cafe. Yeah. And it's not mm-hmm. a little tucked away thing. It's like a big, like a refectory thing. We were one, we just about managed to get a table. It was 1.30, you know. So. Right. But Peak time. I would say, I think we were one of three people eating. Everyone else was on laptops. Oh, oh come on. And there was one or two dirty cups that had been there for two. But some people hadn't even bothered with the initial drink thing that that they do. Cheeky. So the, the whole place was taken out. I'm guessing that the reading room at the British Library was like a Viking feast with food all over. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't believe... Shoot. I mean, laptop. It's got to be priority for the eaters. But the clue's yeah. in the name, isn't it? Laptop. Yeah. should be on your lap, not yeah. on a You're table. Right. In a cafe. Yeah, it's not called tabletop, is it? And I don't... I'm just presuming that the British Library gets some of the proceeds. Some more, you know, most... From the cafe? Maybe. Yeah. There. It might be a private franchise. Yeah. yeah. But they've got to get some of it. So these people are robbing the British Library. <laughs> these people? I couldn't believe these it. Giles. You think they're in there for the free Wi-Fi and they're not even buying a... Oh, wow. Americano. Do you know what? That hadn't even occurred to me, but it did occur to you. um, (laughs) I I think you're right. We were three. We were. Cats was whispering to me uh, over the meal. I said, Why are you whispering? I know it looks like we're in a a library room, but this is the cafe. We can talk. Honestly, it really wound me. I blame J.K. Rowling. Oh, yes. She was the one who made it super cool to sit in a cafe on the laptop and everyone thinks they're going to... Can you write in cafes? I can't. Harry Potter and the Catering Table of Work. (laughs) I don't know if you read that. Mm -hmm. It's one of my faves. But uh, she must have closed down hundreds of cafes um, by filling them with people who were just typing and not eating. You're right. You're right. Unintended consequences. Yeah. That'd be a good uh, they texting. Should have, they should have a laptop area. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a dark texting. <laughs> what are the unintended consequences? And the way they looked, they looked at us like, oh, look at those. You know, we're surfing the information highway and these people are just stuffing their faces with yeah. plebs. And look, this is the cafe! <laughs> it's the cafe! <laughs> really? Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So your birthday? Oh, no, the cafe we were in. Yes. Well, that was... Oh, I had another um, birthday. Uh, No, here. Here. (laughs) Hear ye. (laughs) Do you remember when um, it was Alan's birthday once and you bought him some um, fashionable slippers? Yes. Me, Alan Cochran, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were what what were they? They were called Mahabis. Okay. Yeah. 
And what, what I, I don't know what they had a distinctive look to them. They were they're cool, aren't They've they? Got quite a bright yellow sole, the ones that I got. Yeah. Uh, well, we all have, darling. Oh, have we? <laughs> um, the you have, actually. Yours is <laughs> mine's quite dark, aren't yeah, it? Yours is the sort idea... of a metallic grey. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, the idea behind the man is that they're sort of indoor outwear. Yeah. Do you wear them much, Al? I occasionally go out in them, and okay. I sometimes pad around the house in them, yeah. I thought they'd say, they'd got a kung fu feel to them. <laughs> I felt that. It was a yeah. bit Kill Bill as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, after you got them, um, I started getting lots of adverts for them on my... Um, on my internet. Did you? Mm. And I've heard this theory that, you know, they send, yeah. if you look up stuff, uh, they right. send you adverts yes, yes. for yes. it. Yes, yes. Tog, targeted marketing. I'm glad that didn't work in the old days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good point. Um, but um, also, apparently, if you're in regular contact with a like if I'm regularly yes. um, texting or whatever, the producer of the show, and then she organises, or he, Organises um, those slippers, then I start getting those. No yeah. way. Well, the rumour well, is also that conversations as well you have. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know if about uh, yeah, they say. I don't know if that's true, but it, uh, let's. I've always thought, and yet, some people say to me, "This is a terrible invasion of privacy," and it's, this is like 1984, mm-hmm. and um, and some East Germany it. and all that. And I think this is brilliant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that Doctor Who thing was out. Obviously, yeah. that doesn't happen very often, but you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mm. Um, I, I like to be kept in touch with stuff I might want to purchase. But then this last couple of weeks, mm. oh, I'll, I'll do this briefly, but my uh, <laughs> a couple of, uh, when I was, um, two years ago, my partner bought me a, 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 a bracelet which had got a very um, uh, personal... Uh, to us, a yes. m- loving message on it, which meant a lot to me. Yeah. And when I got pneumonia this year, in all the fothal of all that, I lost it in oh, uh, no. in Inverness. I lost it in Inverness. <laughs> it's official. In fact, I've still got the receipt somewhere. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was really upset about that. Mm. And then the other week, I was looking at um, News Now, West Bromwich Albion. It's the transfer window, so I'm looking yes. at it every day to see what yeah. was happening. And by a strange coincidence, there was an advert for one of these neck bracelets, and I thought, mm. you know what? I could, um, I could buy, I could replace it. I could, I could mm-hmm. get. It hadn't occurred to me because I was still looking really. And I thought that's a good idea. And the next day there was another advert for it, and I thought, oh. "Wow, that's really weird." So at my birthday, Kath gives me <gasps> the replacement bracelet, Monica Venada, I believe. So it actually spoiled the this <laughs> method, yeah. which I haven't heard it criticised for. This it spoiled the surprise of yes. my birthday gift yes. by sending yeah. me an adver- advert for a romantic bracelet in the middle of news now, West Bromwich Albion update. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean. I was. Uh, you don't want the surprise spoil. You know how it's it like works. It's like your partner's though. having an affair, and you get Tinder ads suddenly. So, you spoil uh, the surprise. It's somewhat fabulously sci-fi about it. Though. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. It's not because um, it's. It's not coming from your computer. Like you're. You haven't searched for the bracelet thing. Your yeah. My your address. Your address. Your internet home your address, IP. as it were. Yeah. The pipe that it's coming in. It makes me like. wonder what Raise some fe- what some female partners must be getting <laughs> coming through though. Well, yeah. this is what I mean. I know, but I mean, I don't look at anything I wouldn't want. I, but, but buying someone else a present, this is the first time I've realised it's not 
such a great idea. Mm. And then I got Property in Liverpool advert this week. Oh, and I yeah. thought, I am doing a couple of gigs in Liverpool soon <laughs> and um, I booked a hotel. So I've had texts about the hotel and emails about what hotel I'm at and that in Liverpool. And now I've got to buy a property in Liverpool. I mean, they're closing in, guys. You're going to have oh. to go uh, incognito browsing. If I get a sheepskin oh, yeah. suit advert this week, <laughs> I'll know it's gone too far. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on Twitter and, indeed, Instagram, at Frank on the Radio. <laughs> or, alternatively, you can email the show via, I say via, the Absolute Radio website. And we've had some tweets in, Frank. Tweets, you say? One from David Grunewagen. Oh, Yeah. He's referring to your Guinness record-breaking achievements. Okay. Or, or we should say uh, framed pictures, framed certificates this morning. If one of these records is broken, does Frank have to give the certificate back or does it just shred itself, Banksy-style? Um, I hope it doesn't shred itself. Uh, I think they... Um, they oh, you're going to say Banksy-style, <laughs> as if it's a phrase that's if just it's a in. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they inflame. What if they did that? Oh. Well, I've got. I, can you? This 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 dates everything. I have a certificate uh, for the biggest solo stand-up gig in the world, yeah. wow. and it's six thousand people in the audience. Which now, oh, so sweet. Russell Howard would regard. He'd, have, he'd get that for a signing, like a warm-up gig or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, that was a massive gig. It was at Battersea Power Station, in fact. So um, I've still got. They haven't made me give it back, even though it's woefully out of date. Mm. So no, you hang on to that, darling. It just it was a moment. Yeah. It's like when you say yeah. former world record holder. Um, yeah. Paula Radcliffe. It's like being ex Miss yeah. World. You still did it. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah. David Haggard has been in touch as well. Devo. <laughs> Hi, Frank. Haggard. I just Davos. <laughs> that's what. Um, that's, that's where that's he's what, in Yorkshire they used to call <laughs> da- David Davos. Sound like his terrible pop friend. <laughs> I saw a bloke uh, doing. He was a performance poet from Yorkshire, and he said that he. Um, he, he was selling something and this bloke phoned up and every time he found he lived in a student house every time he phoned up a different person had answered the phone to the to the bloke who was trying to buy this thing mm. so when he finally got through to this performance poet to, to ask him uh, the, 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 the girl on the other end of the line said now then Davos does they live in a commune <laughs> <laughs> And and he'd written this performance poem in which he he was just going now then Davos now then Davos now then Davos does a live in a commune now then Davos over and over That's great. it was it was very uh, Marky Smith of oh, course when I moved in with David Baddiel oh. at any hint of a guest or a phone call or anything I said now then Davos does the live in a commune. <laughs> Oh, I love your chimpanzee look today. It's very sweet. Oh, thank you. So David, now then Davos, David Haggart, yeah. I said, hi, Frank, uh, and this is in reference to your targeted advertising you were talking about oh, with your yeah. bracelet. That uh, Kath, yes. Lovely yes. bracelet, Kath. Boy, Can I say, also, I, I wrote this, also this week in the, in the same advert things, I've had uh, King, a 
King Crimson gig. Money. Oh, yeah. Um, saying, so then that must be just, that, that could be, be from Apple Music or whatever. Yes. Maybe. And also um, a walk in shower enclosure. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it wasn't a bath. At first, I thought it's a bath, it's a walk in <laughs> bath. But um, yeah, walk in shower enclosure. Imagine if Kathy Googling that for you. Yeah. Stannis Oh, wow. I want one of those. How early can you get them? I've always, the walk in bath, I don't even know. Does it work like it's a lock on a canal? Amazing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. It's like. That's what I think. I think you have to wind down the door and then only half of it has got water and then you go into the dry end. Yeah. And then One of our science nerds that's listening like will explain a, how that can happen. It feels like a risky proposition. You surely don't just sit there while the bath fills. Surely not. No. That would be boring. Oh, fascinating, no. though. I'm going to be Googling that and guess what I'll be getting pop-up ads for. Oh, that's a trouble, yeah, if you yeah. Google it. And I don't, you don't want some dates in walking baths come up on your phone. No. I mean, no. come on. No, it's um, a good point. Can we go back to Davos, please? Oh, yeah. We've still got to read Yes, yes, OK. David Haggart. Hi, Frank. I just bought a marble pastry slab. Big wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today's random advert on Facebook is for 500 grams of French baker's yeast. Oh, wow. There you go. But that's brilliant. That's he's, probably, get, yeah. he's probably on the lookout for yeast. Well, we all are. Yeah. Yeah, what's tomorrow's advert? It's killing me. <laughs> And um, I'd also just finally like to round off with Kate Griffiths, one oh. of our regulars, I think, Frank. Oh, yes. Do you remember we were talking about the sheepskin suit and we had someone from Suffolk mm. referring to us as townies, I believe. Yeah, because he which is be fair farmer. enough, because he said you don't mm, yeah. have to kill a sheep to get yes. a sheepskin suit. The wool, to get the wool. Kate yeah. says, I only just caught the, end, the tail end of the sheepskin suit thing. If it's a wool suit, that would be okay. But if it's sheepskin sc- suit, of course the sheep would have to be dead. Hashtag not from Suffolk. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, I don't know. Maybe you could um, replace it with a series of graphs on a sheep. Skin graphs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe you could do a sheepskin and keep it alive. As long as you had... You'd have to have something around it to stop it falling apart, obviously. <laughs> if you could, like, as you took it off, you could feed it into a rubber glove. <laughs> anyway. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, do you remember when you went to the Brits? I mean, as a as an audience member. Yes. I think you've been a couple of times now. Yes. Oh, never oh. speak of the other times. <laughs> the Brit never, ever comes up. Well, no. you've brought that up. No, I didn't. Uh, I remember being quite surprised, pleasantly surprised that you became a fan of the pop group Little Mix. Well, let's not go over the top, but they did do... Uh, when I, I think that Little Mix Who Knew became yes. the, the big oh, thing, yeah. that, because they did they did a, uh, a fabulous performance. A great turn. Did. Did, was it a shout-out to my ex or Black Magic? Absolute um, banger. I don't know, but it was... Uh, it rocked the joint. Shout-out to my ex, I think it was. Really? Oh. Producer thinks it's black magic, and you know what? I trust her on this. Yeah. I think it was um, Tuesday Envelope. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. album track of this. But it's she gets a letter on a Tuesday morning and it's dumping her. Yeah. And uh, it turns out it's been there all, all across the weekend. Oh. Uh, but tucked under the, the, the mat. It, it was tucked <laughs> under the mat. Mm-hmm. And he's, they'd, he'd, they'd actually uh, been together over the weekend, and he was, he was still carrying on with her. Strange. You think it's a great... 
I got your Tuesday envelope When I was filled with hope She was filled with hope But now I know That you're gonna go You're gonna go, go. Oh, Yeah, you're gonna go That one, you remember? Yeah, yeah one of the rarities I, I, of Little Mix for any fans there. wishing to put Little Mix down, I think you're sort of imposing an almost Beatles-like <coughs> narrative structure on oh. their work. It felt a bit Lennon-McCartney, that it? composition well, they, of yours. They, they, I don't think they should uh, balk at that. <laughs> I think they've cited them as an influence, Emily. Oh, OK, all right. In many interviews, Little okay. Mix have said... Well, I would say, <laughs> shout out to my ex, is the sort of Hey Jude of their oeuvre, <laughs> I would say. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, OK. The reason I raised them is because they were... I never knew you raised them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I look you at all They were very modest about that. Well, do you they know, were feral it's funny before. you should say that. They were yeah. feral, just running around. They were feral. Not even like Foster, just completely <laughs> feral. Totally feral. They were wow. wild, actually. I have to say, I think I look a bit like I could be their sort of manager. You know, like a I maternal figure, I like a mum. Yeah, I think I could have raised them. I think I, I, I could have. I've seen one of those newspaper <laughs> stories that they'd been kept in a cupboard for like 15 or 16 years. In Basques. <laughs> yeah. Stilettos and Basques. Only given, only given food, water and Basques. That was the only thing that ever came through the letterbox of Christmas, their cupboard. Christmas, a lip liner. <laughs> um, well, Perry Edwards, one oh, of them. Oh, yes. I, I remember him. <laughs> played for Arsenal in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> She was talking about award ceremonies recently because the Brits are coming up again, Frank. Sorry about that. And she said uh, she likes to practice a losing face because none of them like to lose. She said it hurts the soul. It hurts the soul. I liked her for that, Frank. The headline um, should have been Little Mix acknowledged the existence of the immortal soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scientists still haven't proven that there is one, though, have they? No, but I, if, you know, I'm just saying a little mix, that they're part of that, that school yeah. of thought. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she also said, when, you, mm. when you, you know, you're having to smile inside, you're thinking, damn it. Yeah. And yes. I thought, um, existence of hell, also acknowledged. <laughs> I mean, it's quite a deep theological interview it she's is. done. But, she, the, of course, the papers have picked up on quite the wrong thing. Yeah. Like the son today said a bloke had found a, it was a Bronze Age chariot underground and headlines that could get up to a million quid. Did you think, oh, let's reduce it to that, yeah. guys. And then they got a picture of a woman in, uh, like, a stone bikini mm. sitting in a field. They haven't, but... Um, she said the, the, it was the time on the X Factor that had made them pros. Of course, because uh, uh, they have to, you have to, um, to steal wear your heart on your sleeve on the X Factor. Every week, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the uh, call out to my X Factor. Very <laughs> good, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that what the film what that was, the song was called? Shout out to my ex. Oh, shout okay. out. Oh, it was so also close. Goodbye, My LAX I'm by Rachel good. Stevens, first song of her solo career. Oh, wow, it? well okay. done. Well done, everyone. <laughs> but I liked her honesty. Yeah, it was a bit of um, what I call FT, Frank Truth. Oh, uh, yeah. She went there. No, it's... Um, but they, at the moment, they're getting more wins than loses, I would have thought, Little Mix. Which is surprising, given that they're spending some I of their... I wonder what you were going to say. That's surprising, <laughs> considering they're robbed. No, 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 I was going to say, given that they're spending some of what must be scarce and precious practice time, because they've got a lot of moves and stuff, 
haven't they? Like they dance. Oh yeah, and a lot of oh dance. A lot of practice involved. Oh, they're uh, they're. Um, I don't know any words for attractive kids. What's the kids' word? Scenic. They're the well scenic. well scenic. But they're taking yeah. some of that practice time to do um, to do loser face practice. Yeah. Like, yes, surely I, that's coming out of the budget of actual practice. Well, we, for they the good... might be practicing on their own. I just hope they. Yeah. I hope oh, it's right. not in oh, a rear, rear view mirror. <laughs> well, right. Why, well, maybe an agricultural vehicle pulling over out of a side yeah, you road. I want that. Do you? I'm getting. They're getting some expert in. Like I don't know, Tim Henman, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll give them. He'll give them a masterclass on uh, the losing face. Yeah, I should think you could get an hour of Henman for say four grand. Probably. That'd be my guess. I don't know if Henman's agent is, but I'd say an hour, four grand. <laughs> if there's no tennis playing. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Talking about Perry Edwards of Little Mix fame and... Perry Edwards. ...group as a whole. Did you know Perry Could Edwards... Could you name them, Em? Yeah, I'm going to try. Perry Edwards. No prompting from the producer. No, I'm not looking at Jesse Nelson. Uh, OK. Lee Ann... Edwards. I've just made that Another up. Edwards. I don't know if that's right. Oh, no, not Edwards. Pinnock. I've just made that up. Neil Pinnock. Um, and the third one... Fourth one. Uh, is, uh, fourth one... Is Pinnock a surname? I don't know. I've just made Could it up. Be. Is it? I can't remember the fourth one. I'm really sorry. Oh. What about... We, I've done all right. Three. Me, me fourth and, one, please. Me and my child built a, a family of snowmen yesterday. And, and Bars, now he named them as Ellie was the wife. The dad was Jupiter. <laughs> And the dog, I thought Jupiter had to top that dog was snowy. (laughs) I thought you couldn't get a more aptly named dog than that. Well, look, let's not go into the names of... I just thought you might know, I might have been impressed by that. Well, Perry dates Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I hope it's not her who's caused him his major injury. You think? No, I don't know. Who knows what goes on nowadays? <laughs> he said the best thing She's ever. Well, well scenic. <laughs> she is. Well did you know the? I don't know what she looks like. But I'm, guess, I'm guessing she's no, well she scenic. Is. She used to go out with uh, Harry Styles, Frank. Huh? Did no, she? No, no. The other one, Zane. Zane. Zane Styles. Zane Styles. I wish she She used to go out with Nobby Styles. <laughs> That, that would have been, been a bit of news, wouldn't it? I'd say that'd be a terrible good, age gap. Shall, not be shall we have like a proper, say. let's have a proper radio um, texting? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, go on then. What, what is like it? Last week. What is it? No. Like a, um, <laughs> what about rather? unusual crush? Oh, that's good. What? Nobby Styles. Well, mine. Now, when I want to say unusual crush. Are uh, mine? You, do you know Ray from uh, Star Wars? <laughs> da- oh yeah, da- Daisy. Yeah, I think. I- oh, I know exactly who. Yeah, she- yeah I know. Yeah, well, not actually Daisy. her. Not actually Ridley. Not actually her. But th- there's a. Um, <laughs> I saw a Lego version of her <laughs> in um, Hanley's, and I thought. <laughs> Wow, four. looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I felt I felt a little uneasy around it, and I thought yeah, I'm going to have yeah. to get out of it. It's life-size. Oh, was it? And oh, Daisy Ridley, don't get me wrong, it's a very attractive one, but it's never really... It's the doll. She's never, let's say, floated my boat, but right. I think she's brilliant in the film. Yeah. yeah. She's scenic. I'm not denying she's that. She's scenic. But there was something about her Lego the version. 
Okay, Frank, that is up there. I'm going to. Can I, can I say one other one Please that I do. picked up quite recently? And this, this might just, mean nothing to you. Just obscure crushes. Obscure crush. Yeah, come on. Um, the tiger in Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Something really sort of slinky and. Uh, it's very hard to say. Obviously, slightly feline, but but very um, words words I can't use. But you know, sensual. I don't like this. Cats yeah. are going to start seeing ads popping up. Tiger sanctuary. <laughs> it gives me a chance to actually sing. Oh, that tiger. Oh, that with 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 real venom. Yeah. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Strange moment off air just then. We were just looking up pictures of this uh, tiger character from Kung Fu Panda. In Kung Fu Panda, that Frank has a crush on. And what happened, Al? I, someone suggested putting a photo up, and mm. Frank got oddly sort of defensive. And I'm going to go a bit upset. So no, you don't really get the sense without the movement. You don't really get a sense of, of what it's like, didn't you? I didn't think it was a very flattering <laughs> shot of the, of the tiger. You genuinely sounded quite to, upset. I was to Emily, so I found myself watching the Kung Fu Panda films, lo- looking forward to the next scene that she's in. You <laughs> said... Oh, dear. I was really looking forward to it. And then you said, yeah, you really need to see her moving. <laughs> is the there voice. like a, a sort <laughs> of a hip wiggle or something? Is I, that don't, what very, I don't I don't think we should describe it on breakfast television. Oh, it? really? Um, no, we're not on breakfast television, <laughs> incidentally. <laughs> Terrible flashback moment there. <laughs> it was a bit um, Sunset Boulevard. Oh. Well, uh, 062 has informed us, Hi Frank and Company, the tiger in Kung Fu Panda is voiced by Angelina Jolie, so is it's meant to be ro- sexy and oh, slinky. Oh, well, I've fallen for the Jolie spell. So it's absolutely appropriate what you're doing. Of course. Well, I don't know about that, Al. No, it's absolutely appropriate. It's what the filmmakers want. Yeah. Yeah. What about my, um, surely you remember my, one of my obscure crushes? I can remember your obscure crushes. Oh, Vince Cable. Vince Cable. Oh, I'd hardly call that obscure. Oh, and Henry VIII. Uh, I think you're forgetting the third one. (laughs) Son of canoe man John Darwin. Oh, yes. I've only ever seen one photograph of him. Excellent work. In a Sunday Times supplement, there was a photograph of him. It's based on one photo alone, but I just thought he looked attractive. Well, people have met on that basis, of course, in the modern world. The Darwins (laughs) are hard to track down. Well, yeah, exactly. Where do you park your kayak when you're meeting? Yeah. My one's difficult because it's yours? never going to be realised. Never. What is it? Well, do I, know, d- I a... doubt Tiger in Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to come off. That's a good point. You make a very good point. <laughs> um, do you know the TV, the Netflix television series to re, uh, uh, Making a Murderer? Theresa May. You know, you know the uh, Making a Murderer series? Yes. The victim, Teresa Holbeck. <laughs> I fancy Teresa Holbeck. Oh, goodness. Oh, she's pretty. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Do you mean oh, she's... Um, she's no longer, she's no longer with us. She's no longer with us. But there's quite a few pictures of her as yeah. a, a nice, happy young woman. She's okay. pretty. Like, well, obscure crush. Her memory lives on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, lovely. <laughs> Have you seen her in Lego? No, not yet. No, not yet. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. 
We've had a lot of people sending in their strange crushes. Good. Mm. Lauren, Aladdin is a dreamboat. Aladdin. Mm. Mm-hmm. The cartoon one, uh, she's meaning, I'm presuming. Yeah, Lauren, could you please elaborate? I'm assuming so. Elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, it'll be that one, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Doggy Network, like Bob the Builder. Really? Bob the Builder. Friendly, reliable, always willing to lend a hand. And he wears a tool belt. Oh, I yeah. like a tool belt. Yeah. I see well, that. Yeah, I can see that as, a yeah, bit, as an element of Batman in a tool belt. Yeah. Or Chippendale sort of thing. Yeah, of course. Or um, uh, village people. Yes. <laughs> Something <laughs> for everyone. Something for the everyone. <laughs> we were discussing obscure crushes off air as well. And uh, Faye, one of our team members, said she liked Simba, didn't she, Frank? Simba, but um, in, in, in a fabulous um, 2018... Um, People being very now. careful. She said, I really fancied uh, Simba. But not, not young Simba. <laughs> Simba when he grew up. Yeah. Uh, You're right. Nothing yeah. weird. Just a lion, a fully grown lion. Yeah. Sarah, yeah. the producer, was a fan of The Beast. Yeah, The Beast. On the chase. And we've heard... <laughs> <laughs> That's who you meant, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a governess fan myself, but... And yeah. we also had um, the, the fo- um, Robin Hood yes. in fox form. Yes, we did. And I suggested that the Cadbury's Caramel Bunny was somewhat basic. And yeah, and exactly. one choice straightforward. Mm. Always worried me, the Caramel uh, Bunny, because it got quite a lot of makeup on, which suggested it had escaped from some sort of laboratory. <laughs> I thought it was a dark edge to the whole thing because it was a, a you know advert for confectionery. <laughs> um, but anyway, well, whoever sprung the, um, the, uh, the 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 what was it called? Sprung the bunny. Whoever sprung, yeah. whoever sprung him from the moor, like one of the craze. Yeah. Somebody has emailed saying Rachel Johnson knocks me bandy, which is a lovely turn of yeah, phrase. And it uh, creeps him out because she looks a lot like her brother Boris, which. You know, that's fine. Yeah, I can see that you get, um, a, 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 again, a bit of... I that's like, why, isn't like that why Nick Cage... Though. Didn't Nick Cage was a massive Elvis fan and he married... Um, oh, really? He uh, married yes. Lisa Marie. Yeah, that, that's not that creepy. That make her feel special. <laughs> and I, yeah, I thought if, <laughs> I, if I went out with Lisa Marie, how long before I said, uh, you wouldn't... Um, you wouldn't put the white jumpsuit on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> This one, Frank, this is a bit strange, guys. Someone said Zola Bud, obviously. I mean, I won't name and shame them because they may have personal reasons for this. And then they deleted the tweet. Hmm. Oh, oh, maybe they got cold feet. <laughs> Very. Oh. Of course, she was one of my. Um, I actually yeah. wrote, I wrote to Zola Bud. Did you? Yes, I mean, that was a, it was a strange time in my life. <laughs> I, was, I was just coming off the drink and um, I was discombobulated, <laughs> I think it's fair. Discombobulate the builder. Be like, yeah, I, but I did, I wrote to her saying what a great admirer I was of her and stuff like that. And if ever she'd like to meet, I mean, I, you know, it, was a, it, was, it, it didn't go into um, mm. darkness, but it was, um, it was overcast, to yeah. put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I always think she's one of the people who got me off the drink because I started running as, as, as following her inspiration. Oh, really? That's nice. Yeah, but weird. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get this on Capital. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show.
Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We appreciate them all. We've had a load, Al, haven't we? We have, and a little correction as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, hold first... it, hold it, hold it. Correctione, correctione, ole, ole, ole. Uh, long-time reader, the tiger in Kung Fu Panda was actually played by Ian McShane, <laughs> but I would guess that it's... The, Is that who Frank I would guess it's Tigress who floats Frank's freaky boat, I don't who is it, played I, by I don't, Angelina tigress. Jolie. I hope I'm her autobiography is I, Tigress. I'm assuming... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'm assuming that, as people now say actor instead of actress and stuff like that, oh, that, yeah. you, that, you, that they're all tigers. Tiger. Tiger and Tiger. Uh, imagine yeah, if Frank had be. found out it was Ian McShane <laughs> after all these years. He's got something about him. What about when I asked, very good um, I asked my son his favourite animal at the zoo and he said the lion, the, the men lion. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was all to do with the mane. And, I, you know, there is that thing. If you When you think lion, yeah. you think mane. Yeah. Come no, on, girl. Fair enough, I'm sorry. Come on, yeah. girls. You'll have to get a piece if it's not going to grow naturally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lovely waste, though, we've got. Um, what about uh, one eight nine? Whose crush, odd crush, when I was a boy, Marina from Stingray. I know that. You see, I don't want to cast aspersions. Before because, I moved on um, to Lulu, sorry. I get hay fever. <laughs> um, and uh, I, um, I liked Atlanta from. Um, okay, well, something Atl- for everyone in that show. Atlanta Shore. <laughs> All the names were like ponds on. Um, Sea type thing. So Atlanta oh. Shore. Um, I like no people who like Marina. I was always a bit wary of because Mar- Marina. I don't know what the, the politically correct term is nowadays, but she was a mute. Oh, and I think someone who who the, 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 they like the mute woman. I no. thought. Mm. I'm mm. not sure. I mean, she was beautiful. I'm not saying she wasn't and could swim like a fish. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, uh, yeah, because... F- f- um, Again, very defensive about phones. his crushes. No room for any other <laughs> Phones would say something. I, I, I think uh, Marina's <laughs> trying to tell us something, Troy. And uh, I think she had a bit of telepathy or stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I think she came from the, aqu- the Aquafibian Kingdom, so I had some connection with Titan. Right. Anyway, let's not get well, too far into I was into actually Stingray. always... Um, I've got to say, Man from Atlantis was uh, one of mine. Oh, I remember him. Oh, Doffy, yeah. Yeah, played you know, by Patrick I, Duffy. I loved his swimming style. Oh, so, oh, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hands at the sides. Beautiful. <laughs> swimming. You don't see stunning. that very often. That, I mean, the only man I knew who had swimming trunks with pockets... <laughs> Because he, ju- he could just keep his hands in there. pockets. Um, um, eight two nine. My strange crush is Frank. That is weird. <laughs> so, I don't think it's so, that strange. I think that's so kind. I'm sixty two. What is she? An Egyptologist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying she. Who knows? Yeah. Four oh eight. My partner has a thing about the body from the cube. Now, what is that? I don't know that. So in The Cube, the ITV show The Cube, yeah. they get people on who have to perform various sort of stunts and feats. Yeah. And there's somebody in a white all-over-morph all suit... Okay. Oh, right. ..who 
goes through it first, who does the song oh, first, oh, and shows them how they do it. And Philip Schofield says, and then the clock will tick down, and you see the body who looks a bit like White Power Ranger. Yeah, so like a sort of a version of the Stig, but doing these. You movements. got it in one. Got you. Again, got you. the anonymity, the facelessness, obviously appeals. And they haven't been exposed mm-hmm. in the press as to who the body is. It's been exposed on the so telly. I mean, it's quite tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, we don't know. Do we know who the no, body? Is? We don't know who the body is. Wow, it could be somebody uh, well known. Could Imagine be. if it was. Imagine if it's John McQuarrick. Oh yeah, it's the only way you can get work now. <laughs> is there any on the tight on, if on the headpiece of the suit? Is there a slight bulging around the sides of the face <laughs> where where he hadn't folded the sideburns properly before he put that thing on? <laughs> And it's like uh, the outline of a. Actually, if you had the outline of a deer stalker, the whole thing would look obscene. And the glasses on the lanyard, you can just see them bursting through. (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were uh, discussing this little mix revelation that they practice uh, having, like, the right facial expression for. Being losers. Can you name any of Little Mix? Though? No, I don't really know their work at all. Jean, mm. Jean Wilson. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Stephanie Harris. Jean. Stephanie uh, Harris is my favourite, I think. I yeah. Sue, now. Sue Mills. <laughs> Not such a big fan. You um, get so many jeans, Frank, these days. Uh, Madge Henderson. <laughs> Madge. <laughs> Yeah, the brains behind the outfit, of course. Exactly. Well, I don't know if the brains behind the outfit. (laughs) Didn't take much thinking. What about when Alex? Well, scenic. (laughs) Well, scenic. (laughs) Trying to get that to catch on, isn't it? What if what about if it became a youth phrase? I think it will, like Dench. I think she might be pneumatic, but that could be that I've just read Brave New World. Um, um, Showing off. You know that. Uh, you know that thing you said last week. <laughs> Followed a dictionary for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, last week you said that you were trying your best not to interrupt other people, but some of them aren't that interesting. Some, of, some people need interrupting. That's, yeah. that's well, the... I I have a problem with my face that is dour, like, and it's not really yes, my it is. fault. It is dour. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought it. I up. was I was born in Scotland and brought up in Yorkshire. Like it's. If, now if you then, Davos does exactly. live in a commune. <laughs> if you wanted ingredients for a dour facial expression, yeah. that's you've got them all. So I have to practice like looking interested and light-hearted, and you know, when, when you're going to engage, when you're going to bring it into public, yeah, exactly, it's really difficult. <laughs> you got dour resting face. Yeah, I think I have. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I, you know, you walk around and you see other people. Sometimes I'll pass someone in the street that they look like they're walking to work or they're going to buy a sandwich and they're grinning. Yeah, that's a worry. That because sometimes people think, yeah. people say to me, "Whoa, cheer up, Frank." Ugh. And I think, but if I walked around smiling, people would think I had a problem. No, we got an email the other day saying that someone would seen you jogging and chuckling at yourself. Oh no, but that was <laughs> I probably just thought of one of my marvelous jokes. <laughs> I think if it comes to losing faces, where um, which is what little mixer after the probably the best template is Mussolini. <laughs> Unfortunately, we only ever see it upside down. Extraordinary, but it's a striking, it's a striking expression of, of loss. Which if they could, if they could maintain <laughs> that. <laughs> Do you? How are you 
fewer towards ceremonies when you lose. I mean, I say that. I think I've probably. Have I been with you when we've lost? Well, I've, uh, yeah, we did. We 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 got mm. silver. We one came year, second. Which I, I don't think I can those repeat old, on those, commercial radio what you said. Those old ladies uh, beat us. Do you remember that? Mm. There was two very old ladies who did a radio show somewhere in yeah. the north, Hull or something, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah. yes, yeah, they beat yeah. us. So if you're going to lose, it was it was a it was a night. It was like when Leicester won the the, yeah. the Premiership. <laughs> exactly, it had that you got kind it. of feel to us. I don't think both of them are still with us actually, but um, God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so losing to them was not so bad. But I don't like. I mean, I um, I got nominated in nine consecutive years I got nominated for 11 comedy awards is that right and never won any of them oh wow and then eventually I, I, I think I won one then as a in an oh for goodness the fact the year I won one mm. which was something like ITV personality or something um, my manager was on the panel <laughs> So that's what I had to do. I had to, I had to get the enemy within um, thing going on to, to, to get in there at all. So it, it's uh... my favourite loser moment was when. Do you remember there was an Oscars and I think Michael Keaton was up against Eddie Redmayne. Okay. And when Eddie Redmayne got up, you just saw it was awful. He got caught doing this. Him putting the speech back into his jacket oh, pocket. Oh, well, no. I've got Come a few. On. I've got a few old speeches from. I mean, nominations. Have you? Have but, you? you know, what can I, I can't use jokes about the minor strike. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I think uh, uh, a town called Malice is, uh, is based on a town called Alice. Is that right? Is it? Oh, yes. That sounds right, yeah. I, I think that's right. Is, is that a film called A Town Called Alice? Yeah, I, I think of this because we used to have a thing on the show called idiotic eureka moments when you realised um, things that everyone else knew. Mm. Yes, and we had one in today. We haven't had one for ages. We did. Five one five has texted <clears throat> morning to Le Monde. I don't know what that means, but went to the flicks. Everyone to, see... to oh, Le Mans. Well, yes, everything really. Yeah. Uh, went to the flicks to see Vice last night. Said to my missus this morning, "I don't get the title though, because Dick Cheney was vice president." She replied, concerned. I'm sure you used oh. to have a section for these eureka moments. Feeling stupid, Lenny. I mean, that's a good brackets one. the block. I must admit, I knew about that film, and I hadn't put. Um, Really? I mean, I've been to see it, but I hadn't put the two together. Oh, really? Extraordinary. <laughs> of course, Dick Cheney um, had a connection with Prince Albert, I think, of uh, Did he? Monaco. Yeah. Goodness me. <laughs> uh, did you find, because I always did, on Big Brother, Yeah. that was always one of my worst things, when they would pretend they were happy to leave. Because oh. I think, you know, when there was one, do you remember that? And I always wanted them to be upset. That's the point. And why did they pretend every time? There was a man, Stuart. Yes, I remember all the names of every contestant. Okay. Yeah. I think series one or two. And he was, it was like, Stuart, you, you have been evicted. He was was first... he a slightly older guy? Yes, yes, yes I, like remember, I remember him. Blue eyes. Yes. Slight oh. element of shotgun blast this in the face. It's why we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> And he punched the air first to leave the house. Not third, not even oh. second, first. Then he went, yes, I'm coming home. And I thought, you idiot. Nonsense. You're not happy. Yeah. That's no, not a good... No. Yeah, that is that's a, a very good example of the losing face, actually. Come on. 
And also, when he went, yes, I'm coming home, you have, if, if a camera could go right across Britain, there'd be nobody going, yay! <laughs> there'd just be cut to an empty house where he'd be going home to. Like a flat. Not quite, you know, he's left it quite tidy and stuff. A few envelopes by the door, but nothing. <laughs> That's my view. Oh, it's different because I have been I've been on the losing end of a few of those things and uh, you end up like just trying to smile and pretend it's okay it's, it is um, what can you do I think you can go Elton John oh what he did he do oh, he does loads and Madonna won some award and he said best live act <laughs> did he <laughs> did a joke isn't it you're not meant to lip sync if you lie like oh, uh, I went yeah. for it well no, I think that's probably better of course this is the advantage that I don't know if you've ever been at an award ceremony with the man in the iron mask <laughs> but um, it's easy for him oh yeah good company at those isn't he oh he is yeah stoic right laugh very stoic <laughs> and if you need to strike a match <laughs> of course you can't do it anymore I'm on about when he used to go to them regularly yeah then again if he needs to go up to the stage he's very quickly galvanised very good <laughs> Pablo's been in touch. A town like Alice. Pablo? Pablo? Yeah. Neville Shoot. Ah. There you go. Do you know Neville Shoot? <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Oh, Neville Shoot. That's good. Uh, good note, that. I know. I love that. I'm just seeing... Would you like to know any more? I mean, someone... Someone says they like the Laughing Cow. Crazy Horse Star likes the Laughing Cow. Oh, yeah. I think that was quite a popular one, Laughing Cow. Who is the Laughing Cow? Is it on an advert? On the, um, the cheeses. Oh, oh yeah. that's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be some popular celebrity. <laughs> well, it was me had, for a minute. Somebody a bit unreconstructed. That's what I get called on this show. There was a... There was a I don't, by the way. Never. There was... Um, you know the little squares of... They're not squares, what are they? The little triangles. Triangle. Oh, triangle. oh, triangles. Tri triangles. triangles. Oh, yes. Joe Banks, uh, Scott Tracy from Thunderbirds. Who wouldn't? No, Scott Tracy who was um, Thunderbird 1. Okay. I remember reading an, an interview in TV21 when I was a child with mm. um, Sylvia Anderson, the wife of uh, Jerry. Jerry, yeah. yeah. And she did a lot of the puppet designs and costumes and stuff. I met Sylvia Anderson. I was really, really excited. Yes, I would have been excited. Really excited to meet her. If you remember when she, we died, we played um, I Wish I Were a Spaceman as our opening track. Anyway, um, so she said in the interview, um, they said, where do you get the idea for the faces from? And she says, well, uh, Scott Tracy is based on um, James Garner from the Rockford Files. No. Yeah. How? Oh, I so, like that. Uh, yeah. Interesting bit of uh, background there Frank, on the Thunderbird. Finally, Julie Prune says, I have a total puppet crush on... Judy, Judy Prune? Julie Prunes, yeah. OK. I have a total puppet crush on Sweep from Sooty and Sweep oh. and for that reason have an intense hatred towards Sue the Panda, oh, puppet yeah. love rival. Yes. Well, Sue is... Is an Sue the girlfriend of Sweep? Well, Sue... There was a time when Sue had a voice and then it, it sort of... It, she had a voice, but it, it used to be, Oh, Mr Corbett! Uh -huh. And then they made it just a normal woman's voice. Like they thought that wasn't... They've obviously got a different person in. Oh, I um, see. Sorry, kids. You know what I love about Frankie? He knows all the puppet in <laughs> But I also does, think yeah. Sweep um, was... I think liking Sweep is a bit like 
um, fancy and sweep. It's like a bit like fancy and David Baddiel in Newman and Baddiel. You feel you've gone the extra, the extra <laughs> mile. Wow. No, well, I, you know, you know, I love him. But the, I mean, da, Rob Newman was a very, you know, beautiful man, mm. and he'd be like the. But you know, when people go for the kind of one, you know, people who like Ringo in the Beatles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I'm waiting for my phone to. Uh, no, no, up, come on, that's not. July. You wouldn't say no. Dave wouldn't say he was better looking than Rob Newman. I'm sure. Um, so I think going for sweep is the obvious one is sooty. But oh no, actually, I like the slightly rebellious um, um, saxophone-voiced yeah. one. Yeah, go, yeah for so, the, go for the drummer. So I can, I can see that. They are available, sweep. Sweep. <laughs> and uh, you're in control, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I think we should change the topic to uh, admin news now. Okay. No, not really. It's fan mail news. Um, Richard E. Grant has been in the papers this week. Um, I hope someone calls him Reg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good, like to think his friends would call him. I don't know if he'd like it. I don't know what he is to friends. Um, but he's what I been... like about him e, is... He, he I make... call him E. If I stand next to Richard E. Graham, which I have done a couple of times, it makes me look like I have quite a low hairline. <laughs> <laughs> me it's and him look like the future. Hits, we look like what people will look like in the year 22,000. Vast, anyway. vast brains. That's he right. has got another worldly look about him, I think. Yes, yeah, he's in a good in, way. Yeah, well, he's, um, he's uh, the great intelligence in, is in Doctor Who has been one of his roles. Oh, has it? I thought there'd Did be some movie in connection. In fact, there was an, anima- slightly, an animated him was actually the Doctor. No way. I think I'm right about that, yeah. Oh, to remember well, if you're wrong, we'll, well, get, he, we'll get the corrections. Frank said earlier, Al, he wrote to Zola Bard. Mm-hmm. He's not alone. Well, well, yeah. Because... Richard E. Grant sent a, a, a letter to... Barbara Streisand. Do, 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 do. Um, you don't long, bring me flowers. Is that a remix? Uh, in the 1970s, he sent her a letter inviting her to his home because she was having a difficult time. That I mean. <laughs> so how old would he have been? He then? was 14. Oh, he was 14. Nice of him. Yeah. Um, a two-week holiday, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. She was a crush of mine. Was oh, she? she? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, she was. Fabulous. Sounds like she was a crush of his. What's up, yeah. Doc? <clears throat> um, that boxing movie. Oh, f- final event or something, main event. He said, um, I read in the paper... That's what the lionesses need. <laughs> <laughs> I read in the paper that you're feeling very tired and pressurised by your fame and failed romance with Mr Ryan O'Neill. Imagine right. Oh, from the he was 14, though. He was 14. Yeah. I also I like Mr. <laughs> right. yes. It's like when, if, when I did uh, mainstream clubs in my very early days, that was how people, you know, that was that thing of saying, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Shirley Bassey. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they did that. No. He said, I would like to offer you a two week holiday or longer at our house with a pool. I've had offers like that. With a pool? But the worst thing he said, here you can rest and no one will trouble you. Mm. 
You, no. I assure you, you will not be mobbed in the street as your films only show in one cinema, so no one will know who you are. Yes. Oh, I'm not sure that is the worst thing he said. <laughs> what do you think it is? I think it gets a bit beggy at the end. With, Go on. In anticipation of a hasty <laughs> reply. It's no, the hasty. But, but, yeah, I think Richard not. E. Grant, as he's grown up and become a celebrity himself, will know that yeah. the last thing a celebrity wants is no one will know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they say in interviews and stuff... <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Streisand yeah. would shrivel up and die if she spent yeah. two mm. weeks in a place where no one knew who she mm. was. Um, as would Richard E. Grant, and as would I. Let's make it completely clear. A bit of FT there. Mm-hmm. Can you hear Frank a strange food? sort of homming? Yeah, it's my person? stomach. Oh, no. Congratulations. Out, <laughs> drilling. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Barbara Streisand replied to Richard E. Grant, we should say, which was lovely. Well, what he did is he revisited this, didn't he, on um, on, on the, Twitter. On the socials, he posted the letter. Let's hope Zola Bod doesn't get any ideas about it. What about when I wrote to Tim Roth? Did, did you? you? I was about 12, I think, 13. You'd been in a Mike Lee... Uh, oh, yeah. TV movie, it was called Made in Britain. Yeah. Remember that? Okay, yeah. And I sent him a letter, and I remember saying to my mum, I, I really want to write to him. Yeah. And she said, OK, darling, I think he's with Markham and Froggart, you know them. Excellent. They're agents. So I wrote him the letter. I think I said he was gi- he was very gifted. I was like, imagine a 12-year-old, so arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> you are wonderfully gifted. Did you get a reply? No, no of course I didn't. You well, might. I really went off him give after it, that. Give it 40 years, you I'm, might well get I went to see the, that amazing uh, Nicholas, eight-hour Nicholas Nickleby at the, the Royal Shakespeare Company, and I, it blew me away, I remember, and I thought, I'll write, but I won't write to Threlfall or someone like that. I'll write to someone... I'll, I'll go halfway down the cast list and then I ups my chances of getting there. You went, I'll fancy David Baddiel. Yeah, so I yeah. wrote, so I, I went halfway down the list, wrote to this bloke, mainly because the, the, the actors came into the audience and he just happened to be the one who was standing near to me. <laughs> what right. was his part? So I wrote, no, he had a reasonable, reasonable part. <laughs> anyway, he didn't reply, so. Oh. I know, can you believe it? Frank, can we just quickly say on the David Baddiel front, he's, he has replied, how very dare Frank, firstly. But there's a kiss off. Afterwards, which okay. I think makes it okay. Mm-hmm. He goes on. Although to be fair, I sometimes do get female Newman and Badil fans now in their forties saying, "And the thing is, I actually fancied you more." With the stress on the eye, making <laughs> it clear how much of an outlier this made her. <laughs> there you go. I also thought you were the best looking, but there you go. Did mm-hmm. you? Yes. Oh well, there okay. you go. Sorry, takes all sorts. Um, one, of the th- one of the things about this story, by the way, is the Twitterati are incredibly moved by very it. Aren't moved they? By People it. saying this is a really beautiful story. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful story. Barbara Streisand completely ignored a fourteen-year-old boy <laughs> living in Africa, but then wrote to him when he got nominated for an Oscar. It is a moving story. Very moving. It is. It's lovely. It I'm shows a her on this. Yeah, shows yeah. her in a fabulous <laughs> light. <laughs> and also Reg, who print, who put Ground. Who puts a picture of himself literally crying, he crying. when he saw the Twitter? Which yeah. is a, so he's, he reads this tweet from Barbara yeah. Streisand after all these years. He cries, and in the midst of his tears, Martha, I'm crying. Can you take a photo? <laughs> I mean, humanity does not come out of this story that well. I, I don't think. Mm-hmm. 
But well, that's I why I love it. I liked yes. when Shane Ritchie, he ruined it slightly, which I like. He, he replied and said, I wrote to Sheena Easton when I was your age. She told me to... And he used an explicit... Yeah. Well, you can, well, what did he write to her? I can only imagine. What did he write to her? Poor Sheena. She must have got some... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I wonder if now that Richard E. Grant has been uh, nominated for an Oscar, the actor that I used to work with, who always referred to him as Richard E. Can't, in a oh, sort of sledge of his acting ability. <laughs> oh, oh. Acting, Richard E. Can't, he might have to rephrase that. That's start, a, that's just calling him we Reg. also say he's nominated for an Oscar, as you say. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Streisand on the Academy, <laughs> just saying. Is she really? Oh, wow. Good timing. I'm just saying. It's like when you had your agent on the Brits panel. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Brits, the Comedy Awards. Well, does the, her, her, yes, her finally getting in touch with him because he's nominated reminded me, I left, I left um, a, a, a well-known city, well, it's Barclays. I left Barclays Bank. I've been with them about 13 years. And the manager found up my personal assistant and said, just, just tell us what the problem was. You know, if, if it's a member of staff upset him, I can deal with it. You know, mm. we don't want him to go. And she said, no, he said he's been with Barley since he was a student and he's never been very happy with the service. And the bloke said, yes, but we didn't know who he was then. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Wow. I thought, oh, well, I will rejoin the bank then. <laughs> anyway... Um, one bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch. Girl, give it one more chance before you give up on love. So I'm sure there's some lovely people at Barclays. Mm. There you go. Strange. I cleared that up legally. The show. Um, what a pro, eh? <laughs> we'll be glad of that little bit when it goes to court. So, um, and if uh, the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.